Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Hometown Roofing Pop and Pony Podcast, presented by Hometown Roofing. Put your trust in us and powered by Bowser Chevrolet. Here's Bob Pompiani from KDKA-TV and Andrew Filipponi from 93.7 The Fan. All right, Pop and Pony Podcast. We're very excited to welcome in our next guest. He's one of the greatest football players Western Pennsylvania has ever produced. LeVar Arrington, now with Fox Sports. You know what he was doing before that. North Hills High School. Penn State football, what a stud player he was, nice career in the NFL as well, and kind enough to give us a few minutes on the Pop and Pony podcast, and this is an emergency session, no Bob today, and we've got a huge story to talk about, Eric Kasparovich out at Pine Richland, and really no better person to talk to about this story than LeVar Arrington, and LeVar, first of all, thanks for coming on with us. I'm going to start you off and just ask you, blank canvas here, your thoughts on what went down, what happened to Eric Kasparovich at Pine Richland. Yeah, I mean, just from the information that I've ascertained, you know, these were were young young men being young men, and whether for right or for wrong, you know, people make mistakes. There, there are mistakes that, that take place, and... You know, for that to be the catalyst for the removal of, of of Eric is not only ridiculous in in nature, but it's also disingenuous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find it to be very, very agenda uh, loaded, just based off of just listening to it, um, just building an initial uh, opinion of of just actions you know i'm 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 one i'm in the media so what i do all the time and you you guys get this you know being at 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 the radio station your job is to make sure you collect as much information as you possibly can to have a very um 
as as informed opinion and, and analysis of what it is that you're going to speak on because that's what your your credibility and your reputation is based on in this business. Mm-hmm. So for me, I've I've developed the ability to be able to listen to what what situations are, get multiple angles on what the situation has been. So I've spoken to several very very credible sources close to the situation and it just sounds as though um there are some people at at, at a higher higher decision making level that are uh executing an agenda to uh well if I'm speaking frank you know yep. it almost seems as though uh they want the attention on them and not on the football program and not on Eric Kasparovich and and here is an opportunity to to do just that Lavar, do you know Eric at all? Kasparovich? Yeah. Are you being serious? I'm just joking with you here. <laughs> okay, I sure hope so. I mean, that's that's my teammate. Yeah, man. I know. We uh, want we want a state title together. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's I, the only success I've ever had in my life, and it's the best quarterback that I've ever played with. Wow. <laughs> How about that? I think he's still teaching over at North Hills, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's teaching there and then was coaching, obviously, at um at Pine Richland. So I just wanted to get that out there so people know that you obviously have a deep relationship with the guy. Um, what yeah, t- but it's not based off of bias. No doubt. Totally you know, get that. Yep. I, I mean, if you look at if you look at Eric's resume as a person, yep. um, Eric has always been a hard-nosed, non, no-nonsense type of dude, even when he was a player. Uh-huh. And... One thing's for certain. I know him. I know his family, and he was he's very well well raised. Mm-hmm. He's got he's got great you know he he's got a great background, a great support group. I mean, his entire family supports his his efforts at Pine Richland. Yep. Uh, it's it's just amazing to me what's what's going on and this is a symptom of societal issues this isn't just a Mm -hmm. pine richland issue this seems to be something that is just you know culturally speaking america is just in a weird place of you know this this idea of mob and cancel mentality it's just it's just really it's really for me it's just gotten so grossly and sickening out of hand with with the way um things are being handled and the way things are being treated and the way they're being digested it's uh it's it's scary it's scary to think that you know the world we live in is is turning into this and it's not it's not good yeah. in my opinion it's it's not it's not good at all what what do you think it's does it say anything larger about uh high school football in your opinion lavar the high school football culture or you know its place just maybe in that respect like what how does it make you feel about that specific sport when you see something like this well again i'm not justifying the actions that were taking place sure. with with those you know with those guys uh-huh. and i don't think that it's always specific to one sport so i don't i i look at it as age groups i look at it as culture 
culture driven. You know, d- depends on what the culture is and and how people feel about you know what what a culture represents. Some people take things too far sometimes, yeah. and that's just you know that's something that you address and and you come up with with antidotes. Mm-hmm. You don't condemn and 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 you know place the blame solely at the feet of someone who was, you know, not a part of it. You know, so to me, I don't look at it as football culture when when I hear of hazing and the things that were taking place. Sometimes you get you get dudes that take things too far. Yeah. That doesn't even have to be sports related. I think that it's sometimes it's safer in a sports a sports related culture and it's more acceptable within a sports culture. But, I mean, if you think about it, man, that that exists in the gaming world. It, it exists in, you know, it, it exists in so many different categories where, you know, mm-hmm. hazing is, is, is kind of something that would be considered to yeah. be commonplace because of the, the protected environment that they're in. Yeah. I, I, and, I, I, and so – I was thinking. I was thinking more from the school administrator firing the coach, which we've seen happen here now. Uh, Mike Zamanik over at El Equipa was there for twenty years and won all of these Whippeal and state titles, but you know, one administrator gets a bug up its butt and he's gone. He's blown out of there, even though he's done so much good for the community. And what I was going to say, just to opine for a second, Lavar, is that it just feels like in high school football in particular, it doesn't matter what your record is or how many lives you've affected. If one parent doesn't like you, you can get fired. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, that happened to Coach McCurry um, right. at North Hill. That's right. That's right. And I came and I came back and put my Letterman jacket on, and we all did the song and dance and yep. all that stuff to, to help him keep his job. You know, I've dealt with that at the school I'm at. You know, I, I had a couple parents that didn't like how, how loud I was as a coach. Um, one even went as far as to say that if I wasn't a former NFL player, I would probably get fired wow. for bullying. Whew. And I've never screamed at my players ever. I've only screamed to them. Mm-hmm. And there is a big difference, you know. And I work at a Christian school. I've never even cursed at my kids. Wow. And And so in the end, it is the interpretation of how parents feel, but it's also the the interpretation of what they feel about themselves and their kids more so than the coach. You know, when 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 some of these parents look at their kids, they see this all-American that's going to end up getting a D1 scholarship and going in the first round of the draft number one overall when they're looking at their kid. And yeah. in reality, their kid can't even start on JV. <laughs> You know, um, and and so that that becomes a reality that coaches have to, you know, they have to combat. Yeah. And and so and depending on how administrators are or what relationships are and who knows who or mm-hmm. what agendas are, yeah. you know, it, it you're at the mercy of of the people that make decisions based off of what they think, what their interpretations are you know, what their agendas are, what they want to get done. And, you know, that's just, that's the reality of it, whether fair or not, that's the reality of it. But 
I just think in this case in particular, mm-hmm. um, it seems as though one person in particular, um, and and I, I'll even go out as far as to say from what I've heard, it's the superintendent that that has an agenda, and the agenda is more geared towards a school having an identity that's more deeply rooted and based in what historically he created, which was the educational value of it. And it's being overshadowed by a football program. And that doesn't come from, from Eric. Yeah. That comes from me talking to multiple sources that are close to the situation from different, different angles that have, no dog in the fight, just collecting information. So to me, this sounds as though one of those deals where you got a guy that is uncomfortable with the success of, of an athletic program. And, and, and you know what? Some people like to be the main character in the movie <laughs> and just so happens in this one, he's not. Yeah. And, you know, that's unfortunate because yeah. if you're going to delete the success that has been created at your school um, based upon that, then maybe the target should change and, and remove itself from, from Eric and be put on the person that is making decisions based upon that. Because the last I checked, when I look at major power five schools, when I look at, you know, schools that aren't power five schools, just, Division one schools, Division two schools, Division one A schools. What drives your school? What drives the 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 building out of your buildings and your curriculums and and you know the ability to to have a school thrive? Yeah, it's your sports programs, you know. And if you have a successful one then you're really able to to benefit your school financially off of those things. Now, I don't know what Pine Richland's business model is, but apparently it isn't based upon sport. <laughs> have you talked to him, LeVar? Have you caught up with Eric since everything went down? Have you been in contact I with him? I checked on him. Yeah. You know, we spoke and I checked on him, but just due to protection of him, mm-hmm. I didn't want to talk to him and get – I didn't want to get his side of the story yet, yeah. just yet, because I didn't want to to do anything and say anything that would hurt him. Yeah. So as I'm speaking, I'm speaking based off of information that, like I said, I've gotten from other people. I just was checking on him. I know how how vested he is in the community. I know how vested the the rest of the coaching staff is in that community. I have watched him build and grow that program from youth camps until until you know to championship seasons. He's done it the right way. There's not a better way. In fact, through the years I have I have leaned on him for advice on how to approach my coaching career as well. Um so he's done it the right way um, at every step. And so to have a situation that occurs, when you build success, situations will arise. That's just natural. That's part of success. Um, it's how you handle those things that really, really dictate the trajectory of the school and of the program, and this isn't being handled right at all.
It's the Hometown Roofing Pop and Pony podcast powered by Bowser Chevrolet. Do you like coaching, LeVar? I mean, what's your personal experience? I what, love coaching. Yeah? I love coaching. And I, I enjoy, you know, at first it was a conquest because outside of high school, this narrative was created about me that I was just an athlete. Mm-hmm. And and that my my intellect and my my ability to prepare and 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 absorb and comprehend uh, the game itself was always minimized. And and so for me, the idea of it was, if I got into coaching, I could show that the the thought process of me being this freelance, do what I want to do type of uh, football player was was indeed in fact uh a focused concentrated in many ways a brilliant game plan and strategy of execution um during a game so i i you know this year we had an abbreviated season mm-hmm. uh, we had three games it was all uh it was all uh league games one team opted out um, but we played three games, and we won all three games. You know, in, in the past year, I've been one game away from winning our, our our league, and we've qualified my first two seasons for the playoffs. Um, and we're a small private school. Like, we would be the equivalent of, like, uh, maybe a, a shady side academy. Damn. Um, we're, we're very small. Um, and, and so I fight for numbers. I fight and I, I scrape and I claw to fill the team. I had 22 players this year. So <sighs> it, to, to win a varsity <laughs> football game with 22 players, man. you do the math yeah, on what you have to, to do <laughs> to be able to get 22 guys through four quarters of a physical football play. Yeah. So it, it's, you know, for me, I love the challenge because I, I'm 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 in real life I'm a chess player so I'm a, a master strategist <laughs> in my own in my own head and I enjoy being able to be out there and to grow um, fine young men character whoa <laughs> character wise for for what's going on and and that that matters to me yeah. you know it matters to me to be able to to make a difference in young people's lives. And, and you know what, at the same time, uh, prove to myself and prove to others that, you know, my abilities and, and my awareness of the sport and of the game is at, at one of, you know, to me, one of the highest respectable levels um, as it applies to, you know, to this game. Yeah. Hey, LeVar, the last thing I'm going to say to you before I let you run is it sounds like you've never forgotten your friends or where you come from or your upbringing and your roots, and I think that that's uh, probably one of the most admirable traits a person can have. So I just wanted to let you know that. And- I, I appreciate that. I definitely would never forget where I came from, but you know, it ultimately has led to you know, my ability to live a, a productive, purpose-driven life, you know, that that has given me my, you know, that's my compass, you know, that's, that's my guide. And, you know, I, I enjoy, I enjoy my life, man. Like I, I live a, a super cool life and, you know, I, I owe that to my humble beginnings, you know, a great family. You know, I, 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 I 
feel like I boast a, a great upbringing from a strong family of, of Arrington's and Kaiser's and Smith's. So, um, you know, to me, I, you know, I, I would never forget. And, and I always keep tabs on what's going on close to home. Yep. I have flirted with coming back to Pittsburgh many times or even Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. maybe state college uh, a ton of times. And, you know, I just have a tremendous affinity for being from where I'm from and, and nice. ultimately the guys that played the biggest role in my development. Eric Kasparovich was one of those people that just played a tremendous part in my development as a person, um, as a young person. So I would always, you know, right is right and wrong is wrong. Right. So if it was right or, I mean, if it was wrong of me to to jump out here and say what I'm saying, you know, I have to, I have to protect my professional integrity and credibility. So I'm not just saying this to defend Eric. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm I'm saying it because right is right. Yeah. And and that's you know something that I've learned at, at an early age. And and you know what, <laughs> I learned those values and I bring those values from being a Pittsburgh kid that that went to North Hills mm-hmm. High and you know, play ball for Jack McCurry and Gus Nauman, and that's, you know, yep. that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Nice. You've been listening to the Hometown Roofing Pomp and Pony Podcast. Hometown Roofing, put your trust in us, and powered by Bowser Chevrolet. Join us each week for another Hometown Roofing Pomp and Pony Podcast.